Hey everyone and welcome to episode 41 of the Audience Please podcast with me, your host Adam and I hope everyone's uh, trying to keep as cool as possible during this hot weather. I'm currently sweating my balls off in my front room. Uh, it's like 31 degrees outside so anyway I hope everyone's keeping cool and happy um, during these hot times. Um, so back to the episode, I welcomed two-thirds of London experimental industrial band Tain. Uh, had Matt and Tom on. Um, we went for a few beers at Matt's Tattoo Studio in Camden. Um, check out his tattoo work as well. It's really great. Um, and yeah, we talked around their new EP Coherent, which came out a couple of weeks ago and some of their top shows ever. If you like uh, what you hear on the EP, um, you can go and catch them uh, playing live, supporting former guest Goddamn in a couple of weeks, uh, August 1st at the Hope and Ruin in Brighton, and they've got their EP launch just a few days later at the Shacklewell Arms in London. Um, both great venues, and yeah, Tainer, a great live band, so get yourselves along if you can. Um, so yeah, enjoy the episode, keep cool everyone, and I will catch you next time. Bye! <laughs> Hey Matt and Tom, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'm great. What? <laughs> I'm going to start again because I already feel like I'm going to laugh. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's, it's just you. <laughs> I won't say nothing. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's just because I've got the giggles already. It's, it's always happens when I interview mates. Oh, yeah, it's just an interview. I'm really just chatting in front of these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that's it. So, I, don't, I don't think you should reset that. I think no. this is all tickety-boo. It is. It's all tickety-boo. <laughs> so, so I'd like to welcome Matt and Tom from Tain onto the podcast. Hey, chaps, how are you doing? Good. Great. Good. All good. Thanks for having us. That's all right. On a very uh, balmy day in Camden, we're in... Uh, we're in Matt's tattoo studio, even from the needle. So, quick plug for that. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. How's Come. the How's the tattooing going, Matt? It's good. Uh, yeah, uh, been fucking slam busy since we got back. Uh, yeah, can't complain, man. Uh, working, not working for a year to being fully booked for a couple of months has been uh, a strange shift, but very welcome. To yeah, cool. Tom, he's, give, he's giving out free toes at the moment. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great time to get I, down. I mean, to be fair, only of aerial though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've ta- you tattooed me twice for mm-hmm. for free actually, so I shouldn't. Uh, What's I'll pay for I think I gave him. Did I give you an iPhone or something? Yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah, there you go. I no, traded. I, rem- I remember that. So yeah, that's trades. A good backtrack. Yeah, 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 it's good. Good. Traded. Um, but yeah, it's it's great to have you on. Obviously. Uh, probably when we put this out, the EP will probably already be out. But yep. um, just to backtrack a little bit for people that don't know about Tane, just uh, how did you guys get together um, <laughs> originally, and how did you end up here in uh, Little Old London? We are like we're not on Gumtree. <laughs> really? Yeah. End, <laughs> Honestly, end no, story. No, not even through me. Um, uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, Gumtree through someone else, and then. Uh, that's all. That's all needs to be said about that. I think. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tried to start a very uh, average band, and we decided it was too average. And we said, let's do something a little bit more. Uh, 
I don't know. Mm. I think I had the songs noodling around and Tom was like, these are shit, they need a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the thing is, because I'm not really into pop pop music and they're very, it was, it was, it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm like, I really like, um, I, I wanted to play with Matt, but I just didn't want to play these songs with Matt. And then, <laughs> and so then we, we just dropped everything to D and then made it a little bit heavier, more aggressive. And I just said, scream more and more and more and then this is all good and now, now here we are it's great. yeah so what were yeah so what were the the sort of main influences either in the beginning or where you're at now like so i would say uh when we started it was first like like as tom said there were very different uh songs at the start that I had kind of noodling around and then kind of got Tom on board and we decided to make them heavier. And I think it, it like we basically the the idea was to kind of um, make something that I, I guess challenging if that's a fucking it's a bit too edgy to say I make challenging <laughs> music. We just kind of wanted to do something that I kind of felt wasn't very much of it going on. And do, so, do, do, do you know all I wanted from it? What? Is to not be that band playing on stage, not moving, stiff, and like feel <laughs> like they can't even dance to their own music. Like, and you, <laughs> that's like, and in the dark and in smoke, and just just to freak people out a little bit, I think, and that's what I, I want. Yeah, yeah, and you guys, you guys definitely do that with um, your live show. I, I uh, with all the money in the world, you would probably want to put on a, a full blinder. But within Absolutely. within sort of realms of our scene, I think you do a very good job of when, like the light, the lighting, mm, and everything. Within like a shoestring budget and a sixty quid <laughs> yeah, yeah. fee for mm. playing a show, absolutely, we fucking pull a blinder yeah, yeah, yeah. but no thanks I th- to Amazon <laughs> thanks that, thank you for thank, Jeff thank, Bezos yeah thanks Jeff Bezos did you watch that fucking um, Bo Burnham thing oh, God, oh yeah. my god that was a fucking trip um, we'll, we'll get back to that um, but yeah uh, the, I, th- I think yeah when we got to playing shows live we were like oh we kind of want to do something that like maybe seem like you know we're putting in the effort elsewhere and I think also at the time we we were kind of like we had tried out drummers and it wasn't working and we were like, do we wait for a drummer or do we just fucking play with a drum machine? And so we played with a drum machine and we we're like, well, this looks very boring on stage because it's a fuck literally a drum machine sitting on a box on the stage. Yeah. So we were like, all right, let's <laughs> let's buy as many mm. uh, accessories to glam it up. Uh, and so we kind of done that and now we've kind of obviously got a drummer back in and it's kind of it's a little bit more uh, resolved yeah so yeah just uh, talking about your drummer how did he sort of come on board and how have you settled on him because like you say uh, you, you know kind what? of you kind of gone through a couple of drummers yeah because it's a bit weird like so I um, a, a good friend of mine Kurt I've known for years yeah uh, just through like drinking going out against gigs he had a baby so he had a, a like, baby shower so I went to the baby shower and there were people I didn't know and I met this guy there called Paul. <laughs> so we were chatting all night. That was that. In like in the meantime, in the running from that, there was um, Matt's ex brother Joe had a band. Uh, like and he wanted me and Matt to play. Yeah. And he oh, got yeah, he, and yeah. he got he got he somehow signed or um, signed like straight away off the back of one song. 
So he was uh, rounding up people to so, look like he had a band together. And they were Joe's words, not mine. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway we turned up at the, the signing and I and didn't know anyone. And who's the drummer? Paul. Yeah. Who I'd been... On a session. On a session with the night before, <laughs> who I had not met for years, who's best friends with a mate that I've known for years. So that's how we met Paul. Yeah, he, uh, we, we done the gig that Tom was talking about. That we formed this like secretive band and played one show in the Black Heart uh, two years ago. And Paul was the drummer, and we got on very well. Um, mm. um, our previous drummer like tapped out. It wasn't for him, and. Paul was uh, around, so we just mm. said, "Hey, Paul, do you want to do it?" And he, he was into it. Um, and, and they're great as well. Drowned. Yeah. Spelt very weird. Yeah. 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 R O W N D. Yeah. Yeah. Great band. Yeah. Check them out for sure. There's a plug. So yeah. So coming back to the EP. So getting him on board, and then obviously working with the legend that is Wayne Adams. Oh yeah. The legend that is. Um, so approaching this EP, obviously it's been three years since the album you put yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. And funny enough, I was here. I think you were here. Got yeah. got tattooed. Yeah, the, yeah. The we done tattoos. the we done the tattoo. I even got. I let Tom do one of those tattoos on me, and he destroyed my leg. Um, <laughs> no, what happened was he couldn't take the pain of getting tattooed. <laughs> so he wouldn't let me finish because he was putting it on. <laughs> so just to fill in the fill in the listeners, <laughs> when uh, when uh, Tane launched their last album, mm-hmm. a very cool idea. We uh, a load of close friends and fans of the band came here and you you tattooed little bits of the the name yeah on, the on typography people. from it was the great, artwork they didn't give a fuck about the album they just wanted a free tattoo <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much yeah pretty much well so so yeah to, <laughs> but going but going back going back to going the, back to the, <laughs> going back to the the new ep though wayne getting wayne on board having the drummer when you were approaching this EP after a couple of years away, yeah, w- did you have the songs in place or did these guys add an extra level to it? <laughs> so with the fir- to, to like crash course there, uh, with the first album, we had it pretty much wrote before we even tried to play it live. And so like that was very much a bedroom project come to life. And by the time we got to playing it live, we were like, oh, shit, this doesn't work live. Uh, so, like, when we started playing the songs live, we had to drastically change them to make them sound a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I think we were, like, we, me and Tom were always very aware of how, like, how much of a ball ache that was and how probably that didn't transition well. And so this time around, we were, like... I th- I'm pretty sure, like, the intention was to make it sound as much as a band as we possibly could. Obviously, we're, like, a noise, experimental, industrial, whatever the fuck band. Um, so, there's a lot of electronics and weird droney noises. But, yeah, so, like, obviously, Wayne is one half of Pet Brick, who are, like, one of my absolute favorite bands. It's just, like, a brutal assault. And... Wayne has obviously done fucking everyone. Yeah. Uh, in London, he is like one of the best producers, mixers, studio dudes. Like he knows it all, and he's a wizard. Um, and so went to see one of the first Pet Break gigs, and I was like, "This is insane! Absolutely love it." I was like, "The aggression and the like, the the vibe is exactly what I like want Tane to be in in a in a in a way." And so. Asked Wayne would he do it. Of course, Wayne was up for it. And uh, so we kind of 
went into this album uh well basically we went in trying to record an album and we came out with an album and an ep so there's an album to come but um we we done the recording uh, uh we we kind of demoed all the shit brought it into wayne kind of had this conversation with wayne and he was like all right well then we gotta live track everything uh, oh, wow. so we, we kind of had all the, everything programmed and we had all the electronics done and like shit guitars demoed and shit vocals demoed. And so Wayne was like, all right, all live instruments in here. And like, let's set up everything. Let's set up the trainers. Let's set up the fucking SVTs and go, go ham and drums. So that's what we did. So we kind of like, then when I got to mixing, we kind of knew that we wanted to keep it very live. Um, so we kept, we, we were pretty strategic about what electronic stuff stayed and what went and so i think like all of the material like the just like programmed drums and then there's live drums like sitting on top of it so i think the the drums on the material the new material feels like it like it really hits and it kind of feel it feels a lot more in line with what our vision of the band yeah and i think i think exactly what you're saying knowing wayne's style even though he's where a lot of his love sits is obviously like you think of big lad as well absolutely electronic based stuff but it's almost like analog electronic if that makes sense yeah yeah he's all about the actual raw sound man he's a gear nerd like if you go into bear bites horror studio it's just like a treasure trove of the nerdiest gear ever and that's wayne yeah. like of course who else is gonna have that shit like wayne yeah. um so yeah he like he he loves like noodling for hours on a synth and making like one little patch cool sound that no one's ever gonna hear again uh so like i said like we went in to record what we thought was an album with wayne and we we literally spent like six months uh, in the studio with Wayne uh, on and off, um, but we we recorded loads and loads of material, and then we were like, all right, well, there's kind of two vibes going on, and so then we were like, do we want the two vibes to exist like on the same thing, or do we want it to be separate? So hence, the EP, I kind of feel, is a little bit more metal, that the coherent EP and then the album that's coming later is a little bit more like noisy and scuzzy and industrial um and uh, like so all of all of the whole um EP was wrote with the same theme as the album which was like fucking three years of my life as a mess <laughs> basically what he's saying is it's the bollocks listen to it <laughs> it's the best it's the best um, listen to it if you don't listen to it before you die you've missed out and your life's worth nothing so I I think like I can, I can uh, like I'm pretty sure to anyone that's like well for me if I was like an outside viewer uh, I'd be like oh he's a sad boy he's been he's having a moment um, but I think yeah like there's a lot of uh I don't know, dude, should I just burst the bubble now or like hold nah. that off until the oh, album? Fuck the bubble, throw the bubble in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it's all very teamed around the album, which mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think the album was basically like three years of like me feeling like I was a broken person and like, but being very like, like fucking analyzing my own bullshit. So there's a lot of like, uh, yeah, self loathing, but very much. Um, uh, 
dealing with my relations with other people. And, and this works great because I always want him a scream on and I who don't love a scream when you're going for whatever that bullshit is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was great. It, it played played in my uh, my hands. Really. Yeah, like the, the having heard the EP. Obviously, I've not heard anything from the album, but yeah. it's definitely compared to the album and your previous stuff. It's yeah. definitely a move to the heavier side, which obviously I I love and I know yeah, you, yeah. I know we love anyway. But yeah. it's definitely you can hear it. That's for sure. Big time, yeah. And I think, I think it's always been like that live, though, isn't it? It was always like that live. I think it yeah, didn't, it didn't translate. Yeah, I think the the record, your, your last record, and then playing it live, I think the record didn't necessarily do you any justice to your live show necessarily. I and I mean that, that I mean that in the agree. kindest way. No, but, no, yeah. no, I, like I've, I've, I've been saying that. As well. <laughs> yeah. We've been having that conversation just since two thousand and eighteen. Mm. Um, so because, because it was it was a progression, and I think we probably rushed into recording that and getting it all done the before we yeah the first before we yeah. actually. Realised what we wanted from it, and mm. and it didn't it it didn't translate well live that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think I think like with the first album, I had like this oh I have this OCD thing where like I'm just like I need to know what it is before I can like fully like give give to it. Yeah, and so I think with the first album, it was very much like I need to resolve this immediately so that <laughs> I know what the sound is so that we can move forward and like you know it's got an identity and i think we've done that but then like when we start playing it live we're like no it's it's much more raw and it's much heavier and mm. there's a lot more like narrowly like edge yeah. to it so yeah definitely we and wanted that to very much translate into like the newer material for sure yeah and definitely and like um obviously this will probably go out after the eps gone out but if anyone listening like if if you haven't heard it already go and listen to it it's definitely got way more punch to it but um (laughs) just before we go into my favorite uh part of the podcast talking about top gigs just quickly touch on the remixes you had two remixes for this ep how did those come about with those and who's doing them absolutely so we got a remix from poisonous birds who are from bristol who great band i absolutely love man their ep Mm. that they put out last year is one of my favorite things that I've listened to in a while. Um, but Tom, uh, who is kind of one of the, like the main writer of Poisonous Birds, um, we've, we've been good buddies. Uh, they played some shows with Health. We played some shows with Health. We've been kind of like in introduced in circles for a long time. And so, yeah, I just asked Tom to do it. And he said, yeah, we initially asked Wayne, obviously, from... Uh, to do a pet brick remix but i think we caught them at the off time where they were doing um they were doing album number two for pet brick so we missed that boat but then we had asked we had the other remixes jesu um which is uh justin of Godflesh, and uh it's super nice just like um there was like once or twice where uh, I think the last time did, did, we, we, we had had communications back and forth and um, just shot an email over being like hey man would you be interested in doing this and he was like yeah like firstly he was like I'll, I'll listen to it but I'm going to tell you my fee for it <laughs> <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> and, and I was like I respect that and, uh, but, uh, man's got pay his bills yeah exactly uh, but so I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, man. Obviously, no problem. And um, a lot of directness. And uh, <laughs> like, like, there's no point sugarcoating it. No, um, no. But like he, it. he was, he was, 
he listened to it and he was like, man, he he wrote me an essay of like nothing but positive, nice things to say about it. And he was like, yeah, I'd absolutely love to do a remix of it. And then like we got into this like fucking back and forth for ages about like like what kind of remix are we going for are we going for a jesu one or are we going for a godflesh one or are we going for a jk flat like because he's got like so many aliases yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was like what's like why did you ask me to do one like what's your vision of my vision and i was like wow, what, what? <laughs> what? i just like, asked you because you're amazing and i want I you to like, <laughs> okay i've listened to your band forever <laughs> since i was a teenager and I just love you. So if you shit on it, I will still think it's amazing. <laughs> so literally, make fart noises with it. Mm. And uh, yeah, he eventually was like, oh, I think like a, like a Jesu more like stripped back approach would suit this song really well. And so, yeah, I was like, absolutely. And then he came back with the remix and I was fucking blown away by it. I like just to hear because it's subtle. Like he like with with tamed is like does a thing like even recording with wayne it was like he was like does you know he's like it's all about all the elements all together yeah that creates this carnage and and like there's so there's a lot to to digest so it's not like sunday morning easy listening to music no. um i've never listened to it <laughs> Thanks. Time. On a Sunday morning. No, no, no. I never this so many times. On some of my playlists on Spotify at work, and I leave the room to go to the toilet, and I come back, and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, fucking. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, my favourite band to mention on this uh, podcast is The Armed, which I know you're a big oh, fan man. of. And, and again, mm. like, yeah, talk about them, and it's just, it's not Sunday morning listening. You no, need to, you need to be hard. like, no, but it's more going down the direction of like wearing your own band t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know <laughs> It's yeah, exactly. That, yeah, but it's, yeah, the, like the like uh, so the arms absolutely love the arms. We'll get back to that. Uh, oh, of course we will. Because I think there's a lot of crossovers of stuff that's relevant with the arm and what kind of we do. But um, uh, the the Jesu remix, he like kind of peeled apart, like he pulled back all the layers and just kept something very raw, and then just sprinkled his kind of essence onto it that's great yeah yeah well yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it'll be really exciting to hear it in full i know i've heard it but yeah. for all the listeners as always go and listen to the ep it's incredible and i'm really buzzing to hear the album guys as well thank you so to get into the last bit of the, the podcast my favorite bit flip side sure. of the barrier and yeah. top three gigs you've played and top three gigs you've been to um, we can do this however you want. Um, oh, let's go for top gigs you played, and we'll start with you, Tom, first. So and then uh, Matt, if you want to chime okay. in. Okay, so um, we done uh, <laughs> we done this we done this tour. Uh, we went to America. The last gig was in New York, and then we um, we flew f- to Ireland, like uh, from New York to Ireland, and um, it was called Drone Mansions. Oh yeah. And. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we was like, fucking hell, drone mansions, like, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a farm, it's going to be massive, it's going to be loads of people there, it's going to be great. But we pulled up in, um, like, this cancel terraced house street. In Belfast. In Belfast. Wow. And um, she's like, which is fine. Knocked on the door, and there was six, uh, six, uh, 16-year-olds in there, <laughs> drinking <laughs> beer, drinking beers. <laughs> Uh, in the garden, and we was like, okay, like cool. This is uh, this is okay. So we should we nip down the shop and get some uh, fucking beers to join them. Some I don't know, like like 
white line or whatever they drink. <laughs> so then we got back, but by the time it was the last one of Drone Mansions, by the time we actually played, there was about 300 people in a one-bedroom terrace council house in Belfast. Yeah, wow. we were, we were I like... was by the washing machine, Matt was by the sink, like, and they had a TV, they had a TV playing the snow channel behind <laughs> you yeah. and yeah. there was like people outside inside upstairs like yeah so that was I think it, was, I think it might still exist on Twitch so how, yeah. how, did, how did that come about then because we just DIY promoter yeah uh, we had uh, I think I had tried to book us a gig in Belfast and then I just got like a private message off of um, it was amazing. Them and they ran out, and we we went back and we played another show with them uh, for the album launch, and it was actually in a venue. It was in this big uh, club warehouse that, that like it was the most industrial gig. Mm. The second drum match. Yeah, yeah. It, it was literally like a giant ten foot fan. Fan beyond like, us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Built yeah. into the wall. But well, <laughs> well, we're like yeah. talking about like machine head and stuff. Stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like an early two thousands oh, like man, metal core. Like, like, yeah. like a new metal band like, <laughs> yeah. like man it was so good it was yeah. like yeah um, I would say the best gig for me uh, uh, definitely I, I mean I, everyone that knows me probably knows it De- playing with health yeah playing I, was, with health. I was gonna say that would come up yeah uh, that was a, that was an oval space wasn't oval it oval space yeah great venue I mean we, we played a few more with them but health in oval space and bliss signal who's James of uh, Alter Plagues for anyone that knows that band, um, experimental post black metal, I don't know what you call it. Um, but uh, they were th- that was like a dream gig for me, and they were so cool with us coming on board to do that show. And it was the first time we probably played to a thousand people yeah. in a room. It was like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember because I, I think I was getting to know you, certainly you at the time, Matt, uh-huh. and you were like, oh, I'm, I was already going to see Health, obviously. And it was like, oh, shit, Taina's supporting. <laughs> and I was like, it's one of those mental moments where it's really really nice to see uh, like a small local band support someone like Health. And you think, yeah. and you think now, you're basically two steps away from Nine Inch Nails, mate. Oh, so. man. <laughs> Wait till you hear Tron Reznor yeah. featured on the album. Yeah, we've already messaged him, Yeah. Yeah, Trent, uh, Trent Reznor guest spot on the album. That's yeah, what I'm expecting. Yeah, we, we got him sneaking in some vocals. Our favourite gigs are so different. <laughs> yeah. So, so Tom, uh, any other top gigs that you guys have played, or in other bands, oh, if there's man. any other ones out there? Uh, can I tell you the shittest gig? A lot. Of oh, of course you can. You can. <laughs> you can tell us the shittest gig. I think I told Oliver shittest. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, go on. Be selective about. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, go for it. Well, like, uh, no, no, it wasn't a shit gig, but it was just funny. Uh, because um, do you know the the Victoria? Yes, Dolphin? I know it very oh, very God. well. So, I see day. Uh, yeah. Holy shit! So yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, like I uh, at that point in my life, I lived um, I lived in Essex. I know that's controversial, but like, <laughs> I, 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 you don't get to choose. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I drove fucking up to me about an hour and a half to get to Victoria. <laughs> and obviously, because it's so bad, torrential, there was this no was one like, there. The worst. Uh, no, no, it was the best. No, because. as in it was the worst weather conditions oh, in England man. I in didn't years. Crash, it was really. like you remember that, like I think how, it was February, did... March, like two thousand and eighteen, when it was just like everything turned into ice. Yes, yes, I we, remember. That. We played a gig in the Victoria. Yeah. Anyway, 
<laughs> so, like, so like in Victoria, you go through the fucking bookcase, don't you? To yeah. get to the back, they close it. It's quite dark in there. We always turn the lights off, smoky, whatever. Uh, when you get into Victoria, when you, when you walk onto the stage, there's yeah. a hole. Like, oh, yeah, on, yeah. there's a hole on the stage. Like, it's just a it's hole. Just a stairwell. So, like, so like I, always, I always play on the left. Matt always plays on the right. The right is where the, the hole is. Yeah. So, like, we're playing all the way through the middle of the song. Oh, no, no, no. He just did fucking this. this. So, I drove an hour and a half in the snow, nearly died twice. <laughs> And Matt just disappears when we're playing. <laughs> what, what happened then? So <laughs> he I, fell in the I hole. fucking fell through the fucking hole and cleared the fucking stage. Now, what Tom didn't say was... I can't was, sing, so I'm like, I'm just like... <laughs> I'm I, just here. There was, to be fair, I think there was one person in the crowd and it was uh, Kate. Yeah, yeah, there's no one there. And it was, it was nobody the there. Worst bit about it. And it was, it was so funny. So we just like... Fill the room full of smoke. Kate stood in the middle of the room. Thanks, Kate. And, uh, and uh, we were playing, I think, yeah, one song in, and I'm I just so fell I'm through so this wall. I'm so that there was no one there to watch you I'm so I'm, I'm surprised yeah. I wasn't Man, there, actually. I had, please, like, please. I fucked up my shins so bad. And, like, it just, Fucking like, complete so road good. rash, like, peeled mm. all the skin oh. off the front of my shin. No, and I was like... <laughs> 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 it was it was I fucked myself up I just like walked I, I was mm. probably doing something stupid it like was headbanging. fucking annoying because it was so funny and there was no one there it was like <laughs> it, was, it was all rich and no vomit like, oh. I hate like I, I, but I I'm, love it for that I'm gutted I wasn't there I'm surprised I wasn't yeah, there yeah but the thing is I only died twice getting there so I'm actually happy no one turned up because imagine the percentage is someone is gonna <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we saved, the weather saved your life <laughs> so um, any other Matt any final top gigs I mean you've, you've said the health one so I mean yeah I can say that um, I, I like oh, well, I want to smash your guitar pieces because you fucking loved it uh, yeah you did do that yeah uh, no that wasn't my favourite that was probably my least favourite because yeah. you smashed my guitar into bits um, I, I, <laughs> I, I like more so than others seems like Tom is burning me I, I like I enjoy I watching Tom struggle <laughs> when we have yeah. gigs or when we're going to gigs. Mm. It's like one of those things where you like, you know, when you're like, they say you're literally in a relationship when you're in a band. Yeah. yeah. Watching Tom suffer when we're going to play gigs mm. is probably like my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, technical problems T- technical but like you know when it's always like inanimate objects oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, watching yeah. tom freak out over inanimate objects is like my favorite thing in the world have you got any examples come on yeah, now on. Oh, you can't you, you can't you can't load you can't load us with that info well uh, okay i'll t- i'll t- uh, not so much inanimate objects but there was one gig where tom exploded his finger wide open and he played the whole gig with like a lump of fucking no no tape. no no you no, exploded no. your no, finger i exploded my finger open. i played a fucking two-week tour with fucking three fingers i learned the whole set with three fingers because i was slicing a bit of serrano ham <laughs> And then fucking holding the fucking my hand here and slice like just down the middle. He just sent me a photo of Look, his like of, of the a middle. finger just open, so I, I just being like, "This yeah. isn't good, is it?" I, I bandaged it up, right? 
and I said we need to rehearse probably more than we need to have been it's because I've lost a finger yeah and I, like, I played the, I played everything and I played it probably better yeah know. absolutely it's Abs- a, absolutely rock and roll slice, like like slicing your finger because no, of Serrano like, ham he's not supportive he just like, he goes oh oh go on we'll Fuck it, just get on with it. Like, <laughs> you know you fucking slice your finger over. Oh, because because I'm not fucking cutting ham up. <laughs> oh, I was drunk. I was on the press. Oh, <laughs> there was another like there was another incident. Quick oh, one. Fuck oh, fuck. Oh, he knows. The, the thumb. No, not the thumb. Oh, uh, like leave Tom. At, like we were. He was saying we were in uh, playing some shows in America. Left Tom to sort out the gear. Oh, and like fuck. Tom went to have, like partying wild, <laughs> and I was like, I was tattooing in the shop. Uh, the and and uh, I went, I went, uh, I went to work, and Tom stayed out and partied all night. And he rang me at like, I was like, all right, man, you're you're getting the gear. You gotta go down to fucking guitar center or some shit and fucking get us our fucking guitars. And Tom rings me at like five o'clock the next day. We're supposed to be there at like six o'clock to sound check. And Tom's like, "All right, mate, what's going on?" And he's just like, "He was like, so you've got the gear, yeah?" And I was like, "No, bro, I'm at work." You've got to go get the gear. I'll see you down there at six o'clock. And he was just like, what? (laughs) Yeah, so little things like that. Watching Tom struggle through Mm. us playing shows is Mm. probably makes it all the more fun. So we'll go into the last bit. Top shows that you've seen, the best bands you've ever seen, the best live shows you've ever seen. Oh, fuck. We're definitely going to have drastically different answers. Yeah. But then they started um, IB for Rocks. And yeah. I remember, I think it might have even been the first year, because Sabian played there yeah. to 200 people, and I was there. And <laughs> that was fucking the best gig experience that I probably can, off the top of my head, think of, because it was just insane. The other most memorable gig was, was uh, Status Quo. Nice. Because they played in the Brentwood Centre. And um, <laughs> the only reason... Showing your colours here, bro. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was really young. Showing your tan here, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I played in Brentwood Centre, the status quo. From I, Brentwood to yeah, the beach. So it's and, Tom. Yeah, yeah, come on. Let me finish. <laughs> My mum and dad were there. We were there, mates. Mick and Carol. Right? <laughs> Sitting in the back. And I'm there, down the front with, um, with my brother. And uh, you, it was a sit-down gig, and you weren't allowed to drink in there. So me and my brother was dancing up the front with beers, like, and um, like, what's what, like, what's the what's the uh, the the lead singer's name who, who's passed away, but he's got the blonde pants on. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, anyway he comes down. To, he comes down to the front. And he says, "Can you two please just calm down a little bit?" <laughs> <laughs> that's the best gig ever. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, just most memorable. Like, yeah. that's amazing. Go Matt, over uh, to you. I probably gotta go with just like a really fucking heavy gig. Like, I, 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 honestly, the first time I seen Pep Break, it fucking blew my mind. Um, where, where, where was that? Which? Uh... Uh, I think oh, where was the first one that I seen them? Because I didn't make the first gig. I think the first time I seen them might have been Moth Club. Yes. And they just absolutely destroyed my eardrums. I love gigs like that that are absolutely like just erupt your eardrums. Uh, Probably something like that, or I think uh, I seen uh, when, th- I mean, obviously the Arms, that was uh, pretty fucking spectacular when they, the one the London Boston show. Music Rooms, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I come th- up on the show before. <laughs> yeah, that was great, I mean, uh, I, I knew it was going to just be like full tilt. 
like balls to the walls kind of a thing and it was and it was great mm. uh stuff like that uh i don't i don't i wish i had like a mm. good funny story like tom about like i'm lame I've like a serious one well you've well you've got um what was the show you saw with Why my you, with, fucking, with, you met you met lucy at a fucking gig yeah that was uniform oh, oh. Yeah. did you already say that one no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> Shit, you're in trouble. Um, which uniform gig was that? Was uh, just the one that we were at together. Oh, that really hot, melty day. The hottest day of 2019. Genuinely, genuinely. 38 degrees. <laughs> genuinely the hottest gig I've ever been it to. It horrible. And I've been to Ben Kasim and watched bands play, oh, but I was hotter yeah. in that room. I than think it was... we were drinking cans of Tyski. <laughs> but, um, oh, the yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, the venue... 5.6%. Sorry, yeah, the venues in Angel behind my old work. Electroworks. Uh, Electroworks. Oh, yeah. And I remember Stephen Hill of Right Out Podcast yeah, was yeah. there, and he was stood by the one big fan in there. Yeah. And me and Laura just saw him and just were like, we're just going to stand here. And I remember, um, who was supporting that night? Um, uh, Chaz and Dave? No, yeah, no. Chaz and Dave. Um, Uniform and like something... British band, can't remember the name. Anyway, yeah. but I remember during the support band, I was so oh bad breedings, bad breedings. Yeah, I love it. them. They're um, so hot during bad breeding. I was like, I can't deal with yeah, it. I had to go outside. outside. But yeah, what gig was there with Laura? Um, the neurosis. Oh yeah, neurosis. Man, where you got like, where you got shushed. Yeah, yeah. we got shushed. Bad. <laughs> Hang oh. it, like pro tip: don't go to a gig with Irish people. Because they'll talk the ear off you through the whole gig. Mm. You're like watching like the most epic part of the set, and you'll get a nudge being like, "This is great, man! I'm having such a crack!" Like yeah, but you always invite me to gigs, and I've got to say no now. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, something like that. Converge. Uh, funny enough, I've been listening to Converge for forever, and I've only ever seen them live once, and it was in the Electric Ballroom a few yeah, years ago. That was that was a great. And show. it was uh, man, it just brought my childhood back. I was like, "Whoa, I'm 16 again." Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite gig? Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, thanks. Uh, Chain, yeah, 2018. I think I've probably, well, you got the Queens of Stone Age at 100 Club. Mm. Yeah. You've got the Bronx Amazing. at Blackheart, just around the corner. And you've got the armed Boston Music Rooms. There you go. Oh, okay, I'll give you. Oh, I'll give hey, you. hey, we missed that because you were sad with me, weren't you? Was that oh, that one? Don't start. Don't even get into that oh, one. Uh, the, mo- the most, like, uh, the most uh, Tom has just produced a bottle of Jameson out of his pocket like a legend. <laughs> it's like yeah, no, I love Jameson. Always, I always it. bring Tom to a party. Mm. Um, no, uh, th- the most like cool hipster gig that I've ever been to. I seen um, when uh, Trent Reznor done uh, How to Destroy Angels with his wife. I went to New York and seen the show. They played six shows. They yeah. done a six show tour. They said they were only going to tour it in America because the production was too big and they played in a 700 cap venue in, uh, oh God, it was uh, like, up, no, it was like kind of heading up toward uh, like the top of like, why New York? Yeah, not um, downtown. It was, is it, I it's know like, exactly it's a really old mean. famous, uh, like really I, old famous venue, like Michael Jackson and stuff like, I know, I know Victoria's exactly where you, there. I know, I know which one you mean. Anyway, there, oh, wow, wow. um, 2013, there was 700 people there seated and it was insane and they've never played since also uh, I did forget actually remove the arm from my top three gigs Nine Inch Nails at Scala anyone that was uh, insane well fuck you and I knew I, uh, <laughs> I, only, I just forgot about that yeah um, 
Casino the Royal Albert Hall, that was fucking Yeah, that was that, great. Was, that was a great gig. Yeah, great yeah. gig. Yeah, um, yeah. one of the best ones. Any other final final gigs before we wrap it up? Uh, well, uh, funny the ones, the next teen show, I guess. Oh, the next. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a perfect po- point to end. So, what have you guys got coming up? When's the EP out? I know it'll be probably be out when this podcast yeah. goes out. But where can people find your music? And what are you going on? Uh, where a gig's going to be? And what's happening with tours? So, uh, uh, EP coherent out July second. Um, check it out. There's a bunch of songs, and there's a lot more music coming over the next year I guess um, and then you check it out on Bandcamp it's on streaming shit um, and Spotify all of that Apple Music Amazon and then gigs we have look we've been graced fortunately enough to have restrictions thrown upon us again <laughs> so our EP launches kind of in talks it was supposed to be the 17th of July it looks like it'll be August now we're supposed to be yeah. There's there's like a little bit of a of a reshuffle of gigs at the moment. It's talks of loads of gigs happening in August and September, but they're all not confirmed, so I can't really that's, say anything. That, that's <laughs> that's all right. We'll, it's a pe- very frustrating. Yeah, well, come down anyway, and if we're there, we're there. The Armed World Tour 2022. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys need to get on yeah. that. Um, <laughs> well, thank you very much, lads, for coming on. Um, thanks for having us. Thanks man. everyone for listening to the chaotic. Um, I'm going to call this the semi-drunk cast because I think uh, I, th- I think we're on our way. Yeah, and yeah. It's, uh, but it's been uh, very very, uh, ent- very entertaining to have you guys on. Uh, and <laughs> and um, entertaining I can get into. Wow. You know that's you know that's where we got the name from. Go on. Uh, last thing I'll say: Tim and Eric Googled Celeryman. Uh, it's a Paul Rudd skit on Tim and Eric and. Uh, you just quoted it, so I thought you knew it. But there you go, and we'll and we'll wrap it up there. Thank you very much, lads, and Thank to you. everyone listening, go check out Tane, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.